Welcome to the Critical Channel. This is episode 23 and we're talking about computer science degrees. The uh, tech industry is well known for offering opportunities to have a great career while not holding a degree. But are all opportunities the same? Uh, does it hold you back if you don't have a CS degree? And are there any disadvantages to investing in one? Whether you're thinking of a career in tech or are currently hiring people and wondering how much to value their academic records, we're bringing you three different perspectives on this. I'm Pedro Carvalho and I'm a university dropout. I'm joined by Italo Vietro, who's got an MBA, and Maxim Kravitz, who's somewhere in between. Enjoy the show! Yeah, so today we're, we're going to talk about a little bit of an interesting topic, a very debatable topic in the industry, which is computer science degrees. And should you take it or do it or shouldn't you do it? Um, we're going to talk about advantages and disadvantages of, of, of this system. And um, yeah, that's, that's basically it. And we want to start by, you know, sharing our experience a little bit. I think that's, that's always very positive. Uh, today we have here, we have Pedro, we have Maxime. Um, and myself, um, and myself is Italo, by the way, uh, just to, to make it a very clear. Um, so yeah, I want to hear a little bit about the, the experience of both of you, um, into, into what do you, what have you been through to get your education, right? So your computer science education, we have different cases in between the three of us and maybe we can start with Pedro. Yeah. It would be good to hear your thoughts. Let's start with the dropout. So 22 years ago, I was in university and then I dropped out. I was not studying computer science. I was studying uh, electronic engineering, actually. And uh, I huh. only liked the, the programming classes. And I decided to go to the job market uh, as a freelancer and try to, you know, do something to take advantage of the dot-com boom that was happening back in the year 2000. Uh, this, the, as you can, as you can probably tell by the timing, this was, uh, <laughs> shortly before everything went to hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, in the, in the, in the intervening years, I have always meant to go back, uh, and to finish my, my degree and just never did. And, uh, I, I think I did pretty well for myself, but definitely completely on the self-taught train. And if I had to do it all over again, I would have done some things differently. But we can get back to that, I think, later. How Absolutely. Yeah. Was there, just, just let me ask you one question there. Was there any reason why you didn't go back into, into, your, uh, into getting your degree at some point? I think, I think you're always meaning to go back next year and then you're doing something, you're busy with something or the opportunity is not there or you're too busy or you're just not really feeling like that's the path right now. And that was, that was why at some point, yeah, and at some point it just became very clear to me that I was just not going to do it. Right. Yeah. And that is fine, right? Like it, every, in every, in each one of us have different, different experiences and also life goes on. And we have to, we have to do other things sometimes as well. Max, what about you? You have a different experience, right? Yeah, slightly though, though it's very much similar. I'm like nearly a dropout or half dropout, I guess. Uh, so I think 
after what few months into the university, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, invited me to uh, work for the company he's been employed by, which was an ISP. And as you can imagine, back in the day, it's what, early 2000s, like Wi-Fi wasn't even kind of well-known at the time. So on the edge of every possible technology that was new, you're there and then university, anything that they can show you at the university, especially like in my country, I'm from Kazakhstan. So back in the day there, university was just dull, dull with like all caps dull. Like they would be showing me how to use WinRAR in the beginning. And I was already a programmer. So uh, that was uh, that was impossible to stay in there and to kind of make the matters worse. My university building was visible from my office building. So every time I'm in the office, I'm like, I need to be there. <laughs> I got to be, you know, working on that degree. So yeah, I got the degree in the end, but it was... Actually, actual learning happened at work. And I guess I can call myself extremely lucky. Not everyone has this uh, opportunity to get into the environment where you can learn. Uh, whether it's the university or work or whatever. Like when we say self-taught, I wouldn't call myself self-taught ever because I'm, I was always taught by someone. Whether in the university or not, doesn't matter. Yeah, that's the story. Very good. And um, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, it's a, it's good when you can study and right after you go and, pra and practice that into your normal job, that has a huge benefit because you can put a lot of the theory in practice, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Well, in my case, it was a little backwards um, than, than your Max, probably. Like I, I've started, I, I was also taught by somebody. So I'm not a self-learner at all. Um, but that somebody actually started teaching me uh, VB6, actually, in the very early, oh. very early days of it. And I fall in love with the language and learning about it. I, I was like, oh, my God, I can tell computers what to do. That was <laughs> amazing. And then start getting into more and more into it. At the time, I think I was still in, um, in high school. And I remember I went to the math classes in high school and then I, I brought my laptop with me. It was a very bulky laptop at the time. And I started having discussions about binary logic with my um, math teacher at the time and so on. And that was very interesting. But then I got into university because I felt, and again, this might be a country or cultural thing. Um, I'm from Brazil and in Brazil, you normally have to get into universities like a cultural thing. Everybody that has the financial means to, to, to do it has to get into it. Um, so I did. And then, and all my friends were getting into university as well. And um, at the time, you know, I was a very bad student in high school. I, I was lazy, didn't really like to study at all. And I think I found myself in university because it was a subject that I really enjoyed. And then I started studying like crazy. Um, and at the same time, I was privileged to be able to work at the same time that I was studying. So I, I normally studied at night and then worked during the day. And after that, after I finished and got my, my degree, I went straight away into a master's degree. 
again, because all the academia thing, um, I really enjoyed it. And I had a very good professor at the time that, 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 that was able to, to basically like guide me through the master's, um, endeavor in the end. And then, um, I did my thesis and then eventually got my, my, um, yeah, my master's degree. So that was, that was the experience right there. Um, as you can see, I'm very biased towards that, but at the same time, there is, there is the, the self-learning opportunity because I was working already even before getting to the university. That's what I want to explore a little bit more into this. Um, because, you know, a lot of people discuss about computer science degrees or having a degree so you can get into the job market, which, which is something that I personally don't agree, but I want to hear out your thoughts. So maybe Pedro, what do you think about that? Like, do you think we need a degree? to get into, into the labor market and start working and, and, and be successful? What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I think the answer is, is very obviously yes. It's almost a tautology, right? Like I'm in the field. I've been in the field for a while. So I would say to get into the local job market, definitely not. Uh, but I, I do think that not having one can limit what you can do, uh, especially in the beginning. Um, it can limit the opportunities so? that you have. Well, I, I, I would say that, uh, I, I think we'll talk about this later, but, you know, some jobs just require a degree. And in some cases, that requirement is very arbitrary. I mean, like you don't need a degree to build web pages. Uh, in some other cases, there are bureaucratic reasons for requiring a degree. I mean, like if you are wanting to get involved in some project that is being financed by some government grant, that grant will have rules that dictate what kind of professional, what kind of certifications are acceptable for the team for that project, for instance. And as just some random person who read Stack Overflow, you will not qualify. Uh, likewise, Stack Overflow driven <laughs> development. <laughs> Even though yeah. we're all doing it, okay. right? Uh, another, another thing that I think you touched on, Italo, is uh, and is why I said the local job market. Uh, you know, we're we're all in in Berlin, Germany, right now. Physically, we're all from different places, but I'm from Portugal, so I, I can just I can just come here, no problem. But if I wanted to go somewhere else, uh, like the States or the UK or some any other place outside of Europe professionally, I would really, really benefit from having a degree um, just because of the requirements mm -hmm. for immigration. But, you know, just coming back to the very practical matters, uh, I, I definitely felt held back by not knowing any theory. I was just a web developer putting some pages together in the first couple of years of my career, had no understanding of, you know, what's underneath the compilers that I'm using, what, what, what's making the machine tick. I didn't know any of that stuff. Again, I didn't need it, but I think that not knowing it also prevented me from exploring other opportunities that I didn't even know existed until much later. So I would say, mm -hmm. you know, yes, it's a, it's a, it's a time investment, but uh, it, it, it definitely pays off if, if you're able to do it, obviously. Like the other part of it is that I mean, like, my sister is the opposite of me. She's got, like, a PhD. Uh, so we're at the opposite ends. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're at complete opposite ends, right? In computer science? No, no, no. Well, she's in a different field. Different yeah, field? She's in a different field. But uh, in, in her fields, um, again, because it involves a lot of government grants and stuff, she, 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 need, she needed to have these qualifications. 
But I had the opportunity, which not everybody does. I'm very grateful for having had it. I just, you know, went in, took a peek, had a little bit of that experience of being in university, uh, but decided it was not for me at that time and, and left. And then I, I later on, I felt like I could have had a faster career progression if I had taken the time to go through a degree. Right. And, you know, I like what you what you mentioned there on maybe picking back into the into the visa thing and then opportunities maybe in other countries this was a real benefit to me when when i came to germany because if i didn't really have a degree at the time then i would have struggled much more than i did and i did struggle anyways um because you have to validate your diploma and whatever so it takes forever because germany but still without that piece of paper telling that I'm finished something it didn't tell that I was good at it just right. tell just told me that you finished and because of that your process will be easier um and and this is valid also I think Canada has a point system where if you want to go into into Canada or something with to work and you have a degree and you have a master degree you have a higher point than whoever doesn't have any kind of of, of university degree which in our industry um, might not be so true, right? We have very successful people um, that don't have a degree at all. Most of the founders of all the big tech don't have a degree at all. Um, but either way, they went into it and, and they start working on it, which is, um, which is very nice. It's, it's different, I think, than other industries, if you look at it. Um, law, for instance, you need a degree. To become a lawyer. Oh yeah, that that's impossible without a degree. Like exactly. Goodbye. Yeah, that's right. Which is, I think, our industry is very privileged in that sense that we can start working because it is computer. You can just learn with somebody or yeah. self-learn. You, you can have an online course, yeah. right? Having it like an online course on law or like I don't know, freaking surgery. <laughs> exactly. That, that's not as easy. Medical school online, I don't think it's you're going to be very respect, it, it, respected. Imagine anyway. surgery, but it's uh, by computer science rules. You know, everyone just <laughs> learns on blood overflow or something. Right. Blood overflow. I, I, so, I, sounds I like think, a lot of dead people, yeah. I think that's going to be the name of the episode, to be yeah. honest. And everyone's um, like, why is it called blood overflow? Because yeah, well, we're all self-taught. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, our, so, so our industry has this opportunity. Amazing. But what is the, let's say, the downside of, of a computer science degree? Max, I want to hear your thoughts here. Um, a downside? Yeah, what are the downsides, if any? Why I don't I don't think there are downsides of a degree right. itself. I don't I don't really I don't, I don't know. It's hard. It's it's essentially knowledge, right? It, it depends again, as we said, on the country, what kind of knowledge you're gonna get. Actually, not to forget, in addition to the whole computer science part of it, in the university you will be taught how to like work in a team. Uh, how to present your information, how to like carefully listen. I mean, it again, depends on the country and everything, but uh, kind of on average uh, educational system would try to give you this knowledge as well, in addition to teaching you how computers tick and all these other things. Uh, so yeah, you, you cannot, uh, I mean, I, I'm struggling to find downsides of having more knowledge 
the of course there is this question of time there like you have to spend time getting it and honestly it's kind of hard to tell up front whether you'd be better off getting this knowledge um, some other way right it, it's it's very very like situationally dependent i would say like in my case it was so clear to me that in this particular university in this city of my country i will get next to nothing and there at work i will get like i don't know everything of course maybe now when i look at it or if i talk to my friends who've been like who've chosen a different path it's a little different uh but yeah uh, some other people made different choices and it made sense for them it's very individual so yeah bottom line uh don't don't see downsides except you have to spend time to get one yeah i mean i didn't do one so i can't speak the, to the downsides of, of of having one i agree with you max i think that knowledge is always useful um but you guys mentioned the time investment and also the financial uh investment depending on the educational system it can be a huge thing where you're then completely forgot about financial <laughs> right because <laughs> you can then be burdened with massive student debt for you know decades i think in cs because salaries are rather in computer computer engineering because salaries tends to be you know higher than average it's not such a big problem but um yeah like also in portugal it's not as bad i mean it's still a financial investment and it's a it's a financial burden that unfortunately even though it's lower com compared to other countries it's still beyond the reach of some of some families unfortunately but um but it's nowhere near as bad as like in the us where you truly are in some kind of servitude for for a decade or, or so because of your degree yeah, yeah. even if there is even if there's no debt like I, i had to work to pay for that like exactly could couldn't get like a loan or anything so it's just like you, you have to go and start working doing whatever like at first it was like putting stickers on like plastic chairs and such and you couldn't do this uh, if you were taking like medical school or something because you couldn't I, work without no, 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 no way yeah no, at least not not on that a, yeah as a, as a medical professional of course exactly. yeah like barista or whoever yeah sure, sure. Um, but that is that is that is a good point, right? Because I think, yeah, sure, getting more knowledge into your system is never it's never a bad thing. But the I think the the difficulties of getting into university is mostly financial and time investment, at least in my view. And the time investment, depending on which, um, if you're working, if you have a family, and so on, um, that can have a huge weight on your decision. But also uh, the financial impact, um, I think that has an even bigger weight on your decision on getting into um, into financial, uh, sorry, into the uh, de degree, basically. Uh, I can think of a downside of having a degree, actually, and I don't think it's mm. necessarily the case for everybody. But um, I think that I see a lot of people that have degrees that are kind of formatted in a certain way where work has to be a lot more thorough and verbose than necessary like a single a single one page paper is not good enough when you're laying down your thoughts you're creating some kind of thinking piece you have to do it like the the, the university 
uh, thesis way where you have to like <laughs> create a 250 page document <laughs> and all this process and also I don't know I think I think that okay I have some thoughts on school as a whole and I think that university is no exception which is I, I think that you can become a little bit too dependent on this idea that someone else is going to come and grade your efforts and like when I left university, I left school, it was very quickly apparent to me that the only thing that really mattered was like the outcome of the thing that you're trying to do. And my, my, my initial experiences as a professional were very much focused on like the end customer. It's like building things that did something for a, a paying customer, not for some boss that was grading me on the correctness of my code or how many pages of documentation I wrote. No, I, I, I went straight to being a freelancer, which in hindsight was a massive mistake and held me back in some ways, but in other ways just gave me this, just bro truly broke me free from this notion that someone, someone was going to come and evaluate my work other than, you know, the end customer. But uh, again, I think this is also situational and depends on the person a lot. Mm. Yeah, I, I wanted to add that it's also, I, it, it is of course situational, it also depends on like how lucky or unlucky you get with uh, getting a professor or a high school teacher or your boss should you choose not to pursue a degree. Uh, like all this, what we call like an academia stuff that might come across as a little too, you know, maybe verbose at work. It also depends on what kind of like academia you go through. The experiences are all different. You cannot be like, oh, academia is like that. And then self-taught or mentored or whatever is that. It, it's all it, it dependent on like so many people that you're going to interact with. Yeah. In academia, you have like sometimes there are exceptional cases when you get like super lucky with having a professor. Uh, I didn't have that. I had a very awesome teacher in high school. And that that was amazing. Like she's been the person who like taught me many things about computers with passion and fun and gave me enough freedom and also was like strict enough and so I wouldn't stray away and blah blah blah. Some people if you get this in the university, you're golden. Uh same if you get this at work, amazing. So yeah, I just wanted to make this point that it's yeah. not one versus the other. It's like Pay attention to what you get. Downside of a degree might be spending time in a dull environment versus spending your time elsewhere with like in a better environment. Yeah, yeah, and I agree a hundred percent. It depends on a lot of things, but I think it especially depends on you as well. Which is if you have oh, yeah. the willing you, to go through, you're, you're it, the main dude. Exactly. Then or you do this. You you can make the best out of it. Um, but I want to I want to talk a little bit about the other side of things, right? So we we have people ha which go through uh, a degree, they got a degree, and they go into the labor market. Awesome, but there is the other side of people who were either self thought, uh, self taught, or also just learning from somebody else or boot camps. I want to get your thoughts on boot camps specifically because I, th I think here. All of us are part of a hiring process yeah. and we hire people all the time. And, and there are people that are switching fields from marketing into, into, into um, basically IT and then also from um, other fields into it. And they go through a boot camp. 
for a few months. And then they get into the job interview to get a junior role and start their career. What do you folks think about this? What are your thoughts around um, around bootcamp, Pedro? I think they're great. I, I mean, the idea is great. I know that bootcamps don't all have the same quality, and I also don't think that somebody coming off of a bootcamp, even the best ones, is necessarily at at, at, a, at a level that is you know like particularly high. But I also think that ninety percent of all the work that we do daily is pretty simple and it's 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 accessible for somebody who just came off of a boot camp in most companies and what i so the with that with that out of the way because i know that some people are very critical of the quality of the boot camps and maybe even the quality of the professional that comes out of the boot camps i think it's amazing that people come into programming from different fields because they bring different perspectives that are sorely needed i think a lot of developers are still you know very much in love with the code itself which is in itself not a bad thing but i think somebody coming from a different field can see the opportunities to apply code to make things possible that are much more interesting uh, you know, than than when the code is just like this theoretical construct that you know exists as a means of justifying itself and I also think that it's a, an amazing thing when you have this massive opportunity, just socially, like you have this massive opportunity of, you know, raising people from, you know, maybe precarious working situations to coming to a field that needs more professionals and tends to pay better, tends to have, you know, pretty decent working conditions, you know, all things considered, um, tends to have better growth opportunities, better benefits than, you know, a lot of the job market in most places. Uh, I think that having having a path into this market is a net positive, uh, absolutely. And I do think also that because of the stigma, it can be difficult to realize this potential. But that is where us in our our hiring manager positions can you know influence things a little bit to make sure that those coming from boot camps have the same opportunities to show their worth as those coming from more traditional learning experiences. Yeah, I think the, the boot camps are also useful for, like, let's say you chose to pursue another kind of degree, and then you can get into a programming boot camp to kind of up your computer skills. For instance, like right now at my workplace, I see uh, kind of two different kinds of, let's say, data scientists, and some have like more of the engineering background, and it's easier for them to navigate in the tooling i'm not trying to say that they are better as like data scientists but like some simple things they just are able simple for us engineers they are just able to work with them or start working with them much quicker because they have the background and i think if you have a degree in like whatever i don't know economics and then you want to get into like doing something in your field knowing how computers tick in one or other sense of the word might be very helpful and you don't need to go and get another degree. A bootcamp can get you kind of up to speed on how to at least begin applying what you know plus or or aided by computers, if that makes sense. Something like Yeah, that. it does. It does quite a lot. I actually like the idea of the combination of both if you have the possibility to, to do that, right? Because 
universities will bring you experience, like you said, teamwork and, 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 and getting into actually how to do research, how to, how to think about the academia way of doing things. Bootcamp will give you like a more practical idea of your job or the industry that you're, that you're looking at. Um, if you can combine these two, amazing. But also if you can't, right, then doing boot camps, I think like Pedro said, it brings the benefit of people from other industries coming into, into um, basically learning how computers work. It's in, like, it's amazing to see how other industries actually think, right? Because software is just a thinking process. And if you can think differently, you can do amazing things, which is, which is what I like. I really appreciate that. Now there is there is a downside for that in my view as well. And and maybe that's downside is not the right word, but it's just a lack of time that you spend learning on boot camps. You have you have to squeeze in so much into six months that it can be extremely overwhelming, or you can completely oversee a very important part of the uh, of the job. And and then you you realize this when you're actually working with this person uh, with these people day to day that sometimes they lack the foundational theory, which is fine. Some people learn by themselves after the bootcamp, but sometimes they lack that foundational theory that is so important sometimes to, to, yeah, to develop what you're developing, to develop whatever application you are, you're doing, especially if you're working in a company that has a huge amount of load that requires you to understand that that is also very, very different. Um, Max, tell me a little bit, what do you think about that? Yeah, that that's very valid. It's also the, there's also this thing called experience, right? And some people like mistakenly go boot camps or or even like try a pursue a degree, uh, thinking of uh, getting the experience. While no, unfortunately, you won't get that. Like I, I, I mean, I guess we know if you know uh, a lot of people like fresh from the university or a boot camp doesn't even matter. And then you put them in the environment and they're completely lost because there is kind of, there's the theoretical part and then there is life when you have, I don't know, JIRA tickets and other <laughs> things to deal with, not to mention like differently crafted architectures where your knowledge is like useful here and completely unapplicable over there. You cannot just learn this. You got to go through this. Certain things, they come with experience only and you cannot kind of yeah easily get that also kind of to the previous point i wanted to add that um might be a good combination if you go to uh, a university and uh learn philosophy essentially and then go through a boot camp knowing how to like properly uh debate and have an argument with people uh, i see this skill uh like kind of uh, the demand for it growing more and more and a lot of engineers i think we've discussed this in some of the previous episodes a lot of engineers are lacking what we call i guess soft skills or some of them regardless of how they were taught uh, that's a very useful knowledge that uh, is not that easy to get online 100 percent i would love to see more uh software engineers with uh, good debating skills uh, so I, that's a that's a great suggestion, Max. I think somebody coming from philosophy and then switching to computer science, I think, would be a very powerful professional. 
but just on the topic, going back to the topic of experience, I mean, like everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face, right? And uh, <laughs> switching from an education plan to the job market is the biggest punch in the face of all. Um, but uh, but I, I, I was I was thinking here as you guys were speaking, I was thinking, you know, actually after I dropped out, I didn't like go straight to the job market, and sometimes I even forget about this because this was twenty one years ago, guys. Uh, but I went to something that is much to the effect of today's boot camps in Portugal. It was called like a professional uh, or like a professional slash technical course. It was one year okay. in duration, and mm -hmm. it was supposed to be this intermediate between a high school diploma and a bachelor degree it was not quite the bachelor's uh, but it was more than high school and in it I learned a lot of things that were kind of useless in, in, in hindsight but I also learned the basics of systems administration the basics of networking um, and I learned the rudimentaries of like four different programming languages and that really helped me I mean I, I didn't get out of that able to build a complex web app but I certainly understood where to find information about, you know, the things that I wanted to build. And I, so I think one key thing that a good education program gives you is it teaches you, teaches you how to learn. Because it doesn't matter if it's university or boot camp or one of these technical courses. I guarantee that, you know, six months into your actual real life job experience, you're going to find that most of what you learned is outdated anyway. And in this field, especially, you got to be learning all the time. You have to keep learning every day. I mean, I, I left, guys, the languages that I learned were Pascal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the club. Oh. Like to whatever version of Java existed in the year 2001. <laughs> PHP, which is like so not like Java P anymore. PHP three, oh the good oh, one. Jesus, a little bit of whatever passed for JavaScript at the time, also, and ASP, <laughs> not ASP. Uh, dot, yeah. Not ASP. Dot net, not no, ASPX, no. just ASP. <laughs> Yeah, computers, computers, oh, wow. computers. But the reason the reason why I, I worked in, in PHP for so long after that was because it was so much easier to get good quality documentation in that ecosystem at the time than the others. For the others, you always had to buy a book or buy a subscription to something, whereas PHP was just completely open source, completely open to anybody. You could learn anything about it, see all these examples. And um, I think that for somebody in my position where I didn't have a lot of money, it was it was it was documentation was the reason why I picked a stack. But having gone through that technical course helped me tremendously because I had some basics to navigate from. I was not starting from scratch, and I also had uh, access to a, a little network of people who had gone through the same thing that I did, and we really supported each other after that after that uh, course. So we were, you know, looking out for each other, helping each other, t learning together, you know, finding each other like job opportunities. So I would say that in addition to the learning, the group of people that you meet in whatever education program you go through can also be a super super valuable uh thing that you they 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 you can take with you your whole life even 
So don't, yeah, don't uh, under undervalue that. Yeah, just wanted to second that networking is still super important, no matter whether you are what at the university or boot camp at the workplace. Starting high school, starting middle school, for crying out loud, honestly, like having friends who are or whatever other people that you know who might be helpful. You, you never know when that's going to happen, right? When the opportunity will present itself. Yeah, by all means get engaged with like everyone you can yeah networking is the is, is really the big thing um i want to i want to i want to try to go to now that we understand a little bit more of the cs degree side of things and also the boot camp side of things talking about hiring specifically right so you get into the job market and you're going to look for a job do you folks think there is a difference and, and I mean, from, from the perspective of the organizations that they are trying to apply to, is there a difference on whether you are, whether you have a CS degree and you're getting into that job position versus somebody that came out of a boot camp and is getting into the, into the same job that you're trying to apply for? Do you think there is prejudice because you're coming from a boot camp and they favor uh, CS degrees because you're coming out of university? What are your thoughts there? Yes, there's, I, I see it. There's prejudice for sure. Yeah, that's that's my thought as well. I, I mean, I see this all the time, especially depending on which kind of job you're applying to. I can see people favoring um, sometimes somebody that doesn't have the full skills, of, like like the soft skills that we spoke about, but they just because they came out of oxford university or harvard or whatever other mit university out there they get the job first and the salaries normally are a little bit higher this is changing this is changing i see this changing in the industry but you still see that there is a little bit of a difference um in the job market and it's very much our job as 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 hiring managers to change that like you said pedro giving them opportunity um and fair assessment, but I can see this still predominantly in the industry. Max, what do you think? Uh, yeah, definitely second the prejudice thing, but also uh, have to add that there's all kinds of it, right? There might be hiring managers who are not exactly looking for someone who didn't have a degree, but they have other biases. So oh, yeah. don't, don't really focus on your CS degree. Like if you're sweating over getting a job without a CS degree, like don't sweat too much. It's like good that you have it. If you don't have it, still go for it. Mm -hmm. You never, you never know what's going to happen. There are cases though for, uh, let's say, uh, companies that are regulated, uh, companies, uh, we've mentioned this in the beginning, uh, companies abroad, when you're going abroad, your company has to go to a labor, uh, whatever agency and prove to the government essentially that there are no people with this skill set, oh, yeah. uh, locally. So then they want you, uh, and showing your cv and the fact that you have a degree like they, they don't have much to 
show as requirements. They cannot be like, oh, we require this thing that people cannot prove. They can only require things that are somewhat provable. So they require a degree. They can also say, oh, we require 10 years of experience, but then experience is harder to prove, right? Especially when you go to like bureaucrats, essentially. No way. Only like hardcore papers, these things count, other things don't. Uh, for cases, for when that's not the case, um, yeah, might be no difference at all. Yeah, I, I agree. That is, I think that's really when, um, when going through the bureaucratic system is where you see that there are benefits of, of getting whatever kind of degree, just because it's going to be easier. That's what I said in the beginning. That was my case. It was much easier having it than, than absolutely not having it. Um, so, you know, there is also some, some kinds of specific jobs that you might be applying to or applying, applying for that require ECS degree. And I mean here critical systems, especially like aviation field or defense or even nowadays like gaming. You see that a lot. Like, oh, you have to have a degree. Um, gaming is changing recently, um, but defense and aviation are still very much like you need yeah. a degree. To exactly. Get also, as you mentioned, those things, or we have one of you mentioned that those things are uh, heavily funded, mm -hmm. and in order to like um, portrait the the picture that you have this uh experienced personnel in your company you, you gotta show something and cs degrees or any kinds of degrees these are usually the proof and also for things like i don't know your let's say big equipment companies if you buy some specialized equipment from them they require you to have this many people that they will go and teach and blah 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 sometimes these things also matter yeah so, however even then you could make a case because sometimes it's a very serious company hiring you let's say aviation business but you'd be creating i don't know a teeny tiny interface that be on some touch screen and some of the criticality concerns would not be yours so you may get there like be bold actually try to make a case yeah i i like this like this advice actually um so you know, to close the thoughts here, um, we talked about computer science degree, the benefits, the downsides. We talked about boot camp benefits and also the downsides of it um, and the difficulties in the job market. What are, if you, if you can think of one advice to our wonderful listeners here tonight, what is the advice would you give them? Um, regarding this. Pedro, let's start with you. Um, okay. My advice as a, as a university dropout is to get a degree if you can. The thing is, not everybody can, and that is a huge problem. But all things being equal, and if you have the opportunity to do so, and you're not you know, getting indebted for life, um, I would suggest not doing what I did and just taking the degree because regardless, regardless of what you're going to learn in it, regardless of what you might feel about whether it's antiquated or necessary or anything, the truth is, the minute that you need to go through bureaucracy, 
to gain access to some better opportunity or to pursue something you really wanted to pursue. Uh, but you have to go through some government-related ga uh, gateway, the degree is going to make things so much easier than if you didn't have one. I mean, I've been working professionally for like 21 years, and I am not sure if I would qualify for a working visa in the U.S., for instance, because I don't think that I have um, like, I don't know if it's 12 or however many continuous years of doing the same job to qualify for equivalence, just because I switched jobs so much. I mean, I've been a developer, I've been a solution architect, uh, I've been a manager, and depending on the government agents, the, these might all be seen as part of the same career, or may they might not. So definitely, I, I do believe that even though me personally, I was I was very privileged just because of where I was born, which you know you don't control. Um, I do think that overall you should get one if you can, but at the same time, don't ruin your life for it. You do have options in your whatever local mark, job market you have. You have, um, if you go through a boot camp, or if you just you know go through some self-learning journey. I mean, like in ten seconds, I would say uh, study Learn Python the hard way, which is free online and then take a Udemy course about some framework, like some JavaScript framework, and you can probably do a better job than some of the people that I have worked with in the last few years. <laughs> so, you know, there's hope, even if you can't get one, there is hope because this field is still early enough that you don't need one to get a job and then from that job succeed professionally. Yeah, Max, what do you, what do you would, what would you recommend our listeners? Recommend? <laughs> right, yeah, no, my, my approach is usually this, seek knowledge, no matter where you can get it, in which shape or form, and if it's, I probably use this word a lot this time, if it's dull or you're uninterested and it feels like that you gotta go through some thick matter to get it uh maybe explore other fields and and i'm specifically not naming fields like it sometimes work is dull in cs degree like university is awesome just pick what feels better of course there are these cases when it feels bad but not bad enough to kind of you know completely leave it alone sometimes you gotta uh kind of push through it but if it's super hard on you as pedro said i don't think you have to ruin your life for it uh, even considering everything we said about government bureaucracy whatever there is a ton of dropouts that are very successful in life it will require more effort in the future however if today your decision is to go this way just make sure you're aware of uh like potential obstacles or whatever you'll have to do uh in the future and get prepared that's it it's it's not impossible right we said it's hard it's not impossible it's all doable but yeah first and foremost seek knowledge or maybe first see good people second seek knowledge with these things you're indestructible amazing yeah i like the advice i mean for me it's not very different than both of you um seek knowledge seek good people around you i think that will already empower you to do so much 
Um, if you can and you ha and you have the means for it, I would recommend you getting into some sort of degree, whatever that is, um, because I think there are experiences that are invaluable when you when you think about it in your in university. Um, so if you have the possibility to do so, go for it. But don't be too hard on yourself if you can't. There are so many other ways you can you can learn these days. Online courses are, are out there and um, they are amazing. So if I can recommend anything, um, it would be that. This episode of The Critical Channel brought to you by Stanford University. There we go. I mean, I'm looking forward oh, yeah. to get some sponsoring like that. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Um, cool. Then... Yeah, just want to thank you all for this wonderful episode. We talked about CS degrees today. And yeah, I will leave you. Uh, actually, I want to try something out. Max, you're going to do the Criticalio thing this time. All right, all right. Awesome, sure. awesome. All right, so folks, you can find us at thecriticochannel.io or at Twitter. At Criticalio. There we go. That's amazing. Assuming there's still a all Twitter right. when you are listening to this. Right. Actually, I mean, yeah. We've never, we've never considered that. <laughs> let's hope our friend Elon didn't really um, brought Twitter down. We'll see. All right, folks. Thank you so much and have a good one. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, everyone. Ciao. Bye.